Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, this is your boy Frank Gore. I'm listening to 49 of Rush Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, faithful? Oops, I got the wrong thing <laughs> there. Awesome start to the podcast. That's why we go live, baby, so we can have these type of mistakes happen out in the open. Now, um, welcome to the 40 Hours Rush Podcast. I'm your host, as always, John Chapman, and we've got a lot to talk about today because the 49ers are making moves. We got some new additions to the active roster, new additions to the practice squad. Released a good old friend who will probably return shortly. And, man, there's a lot of injury updates and also what we're going to spend a lot of time on. And, again, just these these many kind of milestone checkers um, on the season, seeing where people measure up, right? We spend so much time in the offseason, you know, kind of placating what it is we're looking for, what things look like, all those things. And so, man, you know, now we've got a little bit of a sample size, albeit just two games, but two games tells a story. So I want to do almost like a progress check, um, rankings across the NFL, individual player-wise, not necessarily units. We'll get into that a little bit, unit ranks, but, uh, you know, I'm going through, you know, trying to test, okay, like rushing yards, where do we measure up? Passing yards, where do we measure up? It, it doesn't tell a good story because the story is this. Whenever you're looking at the whole entire team together, the 49ers won in two different ways. Week one against the Detroit Lions, it was the highest scoring game in the entire NFL across week one. I think 74 points off the top of my head, maybe more. So it was the highest scoring game. Week two, different story. It was the lowest scoring game in the entire NFL. I think 28 total points, right? So... You look at those two things, and that's going to affect, you know, where we are yards per carry, total yards, points allowed, all those things. So we're going to have to allow that to shake out because are we the high octane, super, you know, run <laughs> people out of the building offense, and or are we, you know, what we're going to ball control, play complementary running game, and just work with our stellar defense when they're playing well? And I think the answer is a little bit of both, but it kind of takes away a little bit of our vision. With, all right, where do we fit? Because we're not quite a running team. We're not quite a passing team. We're, we're not, I mean, there's just so much there. And we just don't know enough. We don't have enough out there just yet. So let's jump into some of these roster moves. Um, a 49ers signed earlier this week, um, Jaquez Patrick off the Bengals practice squad. Now, again, 
Whenever you bring somebody over from the practice squad, that tells you they have to go immediately to your 53-man roster. And he's a big dude, okay? This dude is six foot three, 234 huge, a former XFL guy. He was a four-year player at Florida State. Rush for over, again, this is over a four-year period. 1,790 yards, 17 touchdowns. This is a tryout. Make no mistake, and we're going to talk a lot about the running backs. I see the comment here from Raymond. He says, you think our running backs are good enough for Green Bay? Are you worried about Green Bay? Let's go Niners. One, I'm not worried about Green Bay. Um, Green Bay is worried about us big time. Um, they run a microcosm, a, a copy, right, of our entire offense but it's a copy it's not the original and so like they're a copy of a copy you lose a little something and Kyle Shanahan's got that kind of figured out so uh, no I'm not worried about Green Bay their quarterback obviously can be the best in the NFL so whenever he's on they're in every single game but we'll get into that we're, we're the next episode that we do Friday or Saturday my varsity team I coach plays tomorrow so no episode tomorrow um and then I'll be doing Friday or Saturday the entire thing. I haven't even dove into Green Bay's film yet outside of just watching the Monday night game. And they're going on a short week too. So Chapman's on a short week. <laughs> the Packers are on a short week. I've got to get into that. So that's going to be Friday or Saturday. Full entire episode, scouting report, uh, all that kind of stuff. We'll get to that. Now our running backs, Raymond. I think that's kind of the question. You know, Jaquez, Patrick, I, I don't even think he really gets a carry. I think this is a test to see if we're going to get him, you know, if we want him long-term or not. Also, we brought over, signed to our practice squad, another running back that a lot of you will know. That's Chris Thompson. Remember, he was the third down back who was drafted by the Washington team, football team, back in 2013. Guess who was the offensive coordinator for Washington in 2013? That's right, Kyle Shanahan. So one more member to the Kyle Shanahan loyalty program, and I love Chris Thompson. I think he's a hell of a player. Tiny guy, 5'8", 195. Um, again, another Florida State running back. So we brought in two Florida State running backs this year, albeit they're about 10 years apart in age <laughs> as Chris Thompson, uh, Thompson's 30 years old. But whenever he was healthy which was a huge asterisk with Chris Thompson he's the he was one of the best third down backs in the league so i think Chris Thompson's brought in to be the Jermichael Hasty backup okay i think that Jaquez Patrick he's brought in if Elijah Mitchell or Trey Sermon can't go good news is i think both those guys go we also brought in Eddie Yarbrough who we had this preseason but before we jump you know, into that, I don't want to really jump into a lot of that right now. He's got to stay on the practice squad. He's just added D-line depth, which you can never have enough of. He was great in the preseason, by the way. In order to make room for all of this after players went to IR and whatnot, we had to release somebody. And, man, I'm going to freaking hold up the bubbly for this one right here. Um, Jordan Matthews, which, again, he'll be back. This is his first rodeo. He'll be back. <laughs> it's just what it is. So Jordan Matthews out. But uh, just when I thought I was out, they brought me back in. Uh, shout out if you know that reference. Please throw that up in the chat. Now, let's talk injuries because Kyle Shanahan ran through this today at the press conference. Shout out to Juan Salas getting these clips. Hardest working man I ever met. Um, it, birds of a feather, right? Like I, I, th I think that's a big deal. 
I consider myself a very hard worker, probably to a fault, uh, teaching, coaching, and this podcast. But uh, I got to say, Juan Salas, man, that dude just freaking keeps me going. He works so freaking hard. Uh, I love it. Thank you, Tommy. I, I I knew I could count on you, Tommy, throwing that out there um, with the thing. So today, Kyle Shanahan had a press conference, and he went very quickly. Here's a quick soundbite um, going through these injuries. Injuries for today. Kevin Givens' ankle, he's out. Um, hasty out with ankle. Elijah Mitchell has a shoulder, will not practice. Armstead abductor won't practice. Mosley knee, he'll be limited. Trey Sermon, um, concussion limited. Kinlaw knee limited. Um, and that's it. Go ahead. So that's a lot. We're going to break those down, okay? We're going to jump through every single person that he just brought up, the good, the bad, the ugly. Sean, want to say thank you for the gift. Uh, he says, John, getting married to a teacher this weekend. I freaking love it, man. Um, any advice as a married teacher yourself? Um, man, I'll say this. There's going to be days where Fridays, like which everybody in the world, our entire society is like, yeah, Friday, let's go party. No, not for you, my friend. Friday, it has happened more than 20 times in the past handful of years. I'll go to bed at 630, man. Like you are so drained. You're, you're around all that energy and you're just trying to perform consistently for these kids and keep the energy up because if your energy goes down, they go down with you. So, I mean, it's a, it's a one-man act a lot of times. And I, I'm telling you right now, Fridays, just understand, man, she needs rest. That, that's, that's probably number one. You get her through Friday, she's going to be miserable sometimes. It's just what it is. Saturdays, everything gets better. And just encourage her. So she'll be bringing work home. It's what it is. Great essays in the mornings, what I do. You just figure that out. So uh, bless you guys, Sean. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. And then he says, are the Niners going to get me a dub for a wedding gift? You bet your rear end they are. Uh, we'll talk about that again next episode, which you'll probably be busy. Uh, but, yes, I do have the 49ers winning this game. It's just a bad matchup. It's a really, really bad matchup for uh, the Packers. And probably their two of their three best players aren't playing. Um, so that's huge. You know, we're always the most injured team. Packers are that team. Their number one pass rusher, out. Their number one lineman, out. That does not fare well for Nick Bosa. Uh, you know, I mean, he's going to be able to do pretty much at will. They do have really good backup there. But anyway, uh, in ranking, but we'll get to that. Yes, you're going to get a very positive wedding gift. Uh, Raven says, did Don Burr pay you yet? I have not heard from him. I do not think um, we will hear from him. Um, let's see here. The Newt, he says, what do you think of Puka Williams? Is he a fit for our system? He is a fit for our system out of Kansas. However, domestic violence is in his past. Looked into the event, you know, whether it's uh, whatever, I don't know. So I'd say yes. I loved Puka pre-draft um, out of Kansas. He was a lot of fun. Fits exactly what we want. But again, do you want to bring that guy into your locker room? I think Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch won't do that for a practice squad guy. It might be a little different if he was a top-tier guy, um, but uh, due to that, I don't think it's going to happen. Now, um, let's see here. Oh, oh, I love this. AJ, thanks for the gift. He said, congrats to Sean. Uh, thank you for all you do, John. Appreciate it, man. It's community here. That's what we're all about. It's all about community. Speaking of community, oh, man, look what my buddy Dale made me over at Eat Sleep Fantasy. If you were with us, this weekend for the 49ers rush road trip this is a quick 50 second video little hype thing he put together a slideshow it gets me pretty excited we got two trips coming up baby talking about community check this video out
how cool was that? I I think it's awesome. Dale did a great job. He does great work over at Eat Sleep Fantasy. Really, really good friend. And man, come party with us. We're hanging out in Chicago at Gracie O'Malley's the night before the Chicago game. We've got you know cheap hotels available, discounted hotels for you staying right across from the stadium. This is the same hotel that ESPN's renting out for college game day. We got it for our weekend. What's up, ESPN? Don't come at the 40. Actually, leave us alone, please. They don't know who we are. We want to keep it that way. Uh, but come get your tickets. Have a good time with us. It's going to be awesome. Now, let's jump to the injuries, okay? Now, there's out for practice, and there's out for for a while, which is, you know, I use those air quotes because that's what Kyle Shanahan said. There are two players that missed time today that are going to be out for a while and probably going to IR. Jamichael Hasty with that ankle, who looks so freaking good. Um, so Jamichael Hasty, he's out. He's not playing today. He's not playing this weekend. Lock that one up. Also, Kevin Givens, out for a while, probably going to IR. Givens has not had a very good preseason training camp and or First two weeks, he's you know he's not getting a lot of snaps, but he's also not playing well. So like that's a rough one. Um, you know I, I I don't. It's another ankle injury, but I don't think that he's just going to be gone. He only got five snaps last week, week two before he got hurt, um, and he had a forty-one rating from Pro Football Focus. So just not playing well. Those two guys are gone for this weekend. They're not suiting up. Now there's out for today, but strong possibility to play this week. That's Elijah Mitchell. I think Elijah Mitchell's playing because it was a shoulder stinger, a little bit worse than that, but they're still holding out hope that he plays. Also, Eric Armstead with the oblique, almost like a vet day for him. Limited, guys. Emmanuel Mosley. This is a wonderful thing. I fully expect him to play this week and start opposite a Diamador Lenore. Now, the good news is another cornerback who got injured in the game, Josh Norman, who played well, two penalties, but that's okay. That's who he is. He's full go today. So Josh Norman's fighting to keep that job. So that's good. We at least have our corners from last week back. Mosley comes back. Hopefully, that's going to step it up. Next up, we got the running back, which I want to talk about. We're going to go to uh, Kyle Shanahan now. I try to amp up the volume on this clip as much as possible. It's really, really low. But this is uh, Kyle Shanahan talking about Trey Sermon. Remember, he had that horrible, horrible head injury. Uh, here we go. Yes, he's allowed to have a blue jersey on today. Um, and I think just individual. But he's it. Yeah, he's on a good path. Yeah. It was it was incredible like to see in the worst way, right? That injury. Like it was scary. You know, I'm watching the game, I'm at the stadium, and everybody's just like, Oh my gosh. Like even the Eagles fans around me who don't care about humans, they were still taken aback by this, right? Um that was an issue. And so, like, man, your first thing was, God, that was a cheap shot, head into the ground, just whatever. It was bad. But Head injuries are weird. Some people, it might look bad to the eye, to the naked eye, but it's not too bad upstairs. And so the fact that he's already in a blue contact, no contact jersey is crazy. I did not think that this would be the case. Now, again, he has to go through the concussion protocol, but the fact that he's already there for Wednesday, this is a guy that doesn't need much time to actually get out and play. So if he's if he gets through the protocol, he's playing Sunday. That's all there is to it. Uh, running back's the easiest as far as, how do I say this, um, to adjust to game plan. You don't have that much new implementation. You know, the, you know everything, you get in. So I think the running backs, I want to be really honest with you, rotation. I'm expecting Elijah Mitchell to be number one. I'm expecting Trey Sermon to be number two. And then number three is going to be Trenton Cannon. 
We might call up Chris Thompson just because he's a little more vet ready, even though, right, we have Jaquez Patrick on the on the actual active. If you, if I'm a bet man, which I am, I don't think any bookie's going to put this out. I think Chris Thompson's going to get snaps way before Jaquez because, again, we're looking for that third down replacement to replace Hasty. That's what we're wanting. Pass catcher to step in there and do that stuff. So that's those guys. Now, also, Javon, Javon Kinlaw Limited, that's just what it's going to be for a while with his knee swelling. He played great. Had a very impactful field goal block that changed everything. Oh, what's up, Jeff? Jeff Flowers. He says, hey, John, uh, let Sean Ferris pick a wedding gift. I freaking love this community. Um, Sean, if you're still here, man, um, in the description of this video, you can email me. We've got all of our t-shirts and all that stuff, man. Let me send you guys a gift. Compliments to Jeff Flowers. He's he's the man. Dude, I love these people. You guys are just the best. So uh, hit that up. Email me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com or message me on Twitter at JL underscore Chapman. Let me know your size of your shirt, which color, all that stuff you want. And for everybody else, man, you want to get some of those t-shirts and stuff? I mean, we've got so much stuff over there that we put together, uh, which I really, really enjoy. You can kind of see the website here. We got hoodies, t-shirts, bottles, coffee bugs, stickers, sunglasses, cell phone things. All that stuff's there. So if you want one of those, again, that's in the description of this video. You just click on that link. Uh, you can customize everything for yourself there. If you want to show support to the podcast, uh, we got a merch up on there. Uh, so that is there for you guys. Oh, is Don Burr here? What's up, Don? He said, I paid every bet <laughs> over 250 paid. Oh, one more bet calling to Grant Cone Sundays with the Niner shirt on. Don Burr, there you go. Um, yeah, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't, I don't think Don, I don't know what's going on there, but that's all right. I appreciate you, man, showing up, Don. You're a good sport, my friend. Uh, I'm, I'm rooting for you guys as things go on. What's up, Wayne Breezy? We got royalty in the house. He said, what's going on? It was great seeing you this Sunday. Keep up the great work. It was cool hanging out with Wayne, man. Uh, you know, we got to hang out that morning and I can tell you this, man, if you don't subscribe to Wayne Breezy and everything that he does, I think he's one of the most talented human beings in the 49ers media. I told him several times I want him to start a damn TV channel. Uh, he is incredible, man. He's a great man. Another teacher that cares about kids in this community. Amazing man, Wayne. Appreciate all the support and just being a friend, buddy. Really do appreciate that. Now, a couple guys got vet days, didn't really practice, but they earned them. You know, and, and that's Trent Williams, Fred Warner, and Jimmy Ward, our vets. They've been around for a while. No injuries. Just, hey, this is going to start happening. The cycling through of players that just need time off. Um, it, it, Like, that's just where we got to do that. It's a long season. It's what it is. Now let's jump over, and I want to go through some positions that I want to highlight. And individual players, because I think... When you look at this roster, the 49ers, one, we're a good team. We're 2-0. and We're one of seven undefeated teams. Like, you can look at it from that aspect. You can say, well, there's only two of those undefeated teams that won both on the road, us and the Denver Broncos. Um, like, we, we've won different ways. We're a good team. And whenever you look at these things, I think if you find out really, really quick why we're a good team. And it starts up front. Trent Williams made the All-Pro last year. He has the highest graded pass blocking by any tackle in the NFL, left or right, with a 92.1. He, he's incredible. I think he had like seven pancakes going through the film. Oh, my gosh, Adam Garcia, you got to be kidding me. 
Dude, very generous gift. Uh, thank you so much, man. Uh, you are incredible. Just uh, That is awesome. Thank you so much for the gift. He said, every year I spend a week in a spare bedroom after a victory against the, the Packers. My wife is a diehard Packers fan, but you can bet I'll sleep like a baby. I love it, man. Adam and his entire family, his son, man, they are as diehard Niner fans as ever. Uh, but we have been able to hang out and stuff and kind of see that through Patreon and all those things. Amazing, man. Thank you, Adam. Really do appreciate that. Has an amazing family. And, man, I'll tell you this. If sleeping in the spare room means the Niners get that dub, I think we'll all take that, man. Uh, I, I love it. Newt says, I got a couch for you, Adam. <laughs> I freaking love it, man. Yeah, and, and that's just the way it goes. You know, I, my wife is very loyal, and so she's just going to root for whatever team. She doesn't really care. She'll jump on there, and, like, she cares about the games. But whatever team I'm a fan of, she supports just because she's awesome. As a teacher, you know, I get all these bandwagon fans, and now everybody likes the Bucks and whatever else. Man, I'll go hard at those kids, man. Uh, that's just what it is. Now, sticking to the offensive line. Because it's not just Trent Williams. Trent Williams is amazing. Lakin has steadily been getting better and better and better. That left side of the offensive line, it's as good as there is in the NFL. Check out this clip of Lakin. Nice cut. Oh, check out Lakin right here. Let's watch this one. Let's watch Lakin, 75, left guard. Boom. Stay with it. Move those feet. Move those feet. And pancake. Whoo. Lakin had a game now. Ooh. I mean, I, and, like, that's the thing. Like, pick your poison. I'm going to show you a lot of clips today because, you know, over on Patreon, we break down the entire, all the coaching tape, all 22. Two and a half hours it took us to get through everything this week, which is such a great thing because there's just so much to highlight. Yeah, Trent Williams getting pancakes. You got Lakin Tomlinson getting pancakes. George Kittle had the most pancakes all over the place. And so that translates to run game success. Ran the ball 38 times. I said before the game, whichever team runs the ball or rushes the most is going to get the dub. That was correct. You know, it correlates, especially in a low-scoring game like that. But whenever you look now back to the offensive line and the pass blocking, right? Listen to the number of pressures allowed by this 49ers offense. Seven through two games. That's the fewest in the NFL. Nobody has allowed fewer. The Browns are second with nine. Rams 10. Washington 13. Cards 13. Bucks 14. Chiefs 14. We have seven. To put this into perspective, Eric Armstead registered nine pressures alone week one. So again, where do we see the strength of this team? Everybody thought it was D-line, and you're not wrong, but maybe, maybe it's this offensive line. And if we can get to that point, right, and we can kind of see exactly where things are, Man, yeah, Wayne says this, Wayne Breezy says, our offensive line gets stacks like the International House of Pancakes. I freaking love it, man. That is incredible. And he's right. And you throw in Kittle, man, it gets dirty. Now, once you move off the offensive line, this is probably the player that's been the biggest surprise so far this year, Debo Samuel. Oh, my gosh. Okay, how does he measure up against everybody else? First, right, we, we, we argued all offseason who the wide receiver one is. And most people said Brandon Ayuk. That's probably one of those, okay? Well, we know who the wide receiver one is for the team now. That's Debo hands down. But it, it, it didn't stop there. 
Debo is leading the entire NFL with 282 yards receiving after just two games. That'll make sense. Check this play out. This was the best pass of the day by Jimmy Garoppolo. And one of the best passes of the day by almost any quarterback. Again, look where he's letting go of this ball. Completely covered. Just seeing the window in zone coverage. Gosh. Then Debo just going to Debo. Golly, man. He's so damn good. You know, obviously I was surrounded by Eagles fans at the game. And every one of them just like, damn it, Debo. Like, <laughs> Debo the spirit breaker, man. Because he was just... He was killing their spirit. Like, they felt like they had the game the whole time, but Debo was the guy that drove this, and rightfully so. I mean, Debo was incredible. Six catches, 93 yards. But look at that pass. Look at that pass. So good. Incredible play right here. Probably one of the most efficient, best plays of the day by the 49ers offense. I mean, just right through that little window. And Debo going to do the rest. Yak! Keeps going. And gets out of bounds to stop the clock. Look at him. Look to the crowd. That's that's just attitude, man. The chain snatcher. He he did that a couple times. Debo did. Where the play ends and he stares at the players or stares at the crowds. Luckily, no taunting penalties because he didn't really. But, like, he's Debo for a reason. That's not his real name. <laughs> like That's not what his name is. But his persona has been that for so long that is who people identified him with, and that stuck. I talked about Yak, yards after catch. He's tied first in the NFL. Um, 157 yards. So, again, he's got 282. 157 yards after the catch. That means he's only got about 125 before the catch. Most of the work he does, over 50%, once the ball's in his hands. Now, this is crazy. And again, jumping off the 49ers here. He's tied first in the NFL with guess who? I want to see if somebody can get this in the chat. Somebody tell me who is tied with Debo for most yak yards. I'm going to give you guys some time to type this in. It's another wide receiver. Who in the NFL is tied with Debo for the most yards after the catch with 157? I can see you guys with your PFF and all that stuff going right now. I'm going to wait and see if somebody can throw that correct answer out. Raymond, thank you for the gift, man. He said, the girlfriend and I had a blast Saturday night at Drinker's Pub. Uh, first date night since becoming parents. Raymond, you guys were not only incredible to hang out with, but they told us that they were, while giving birth, <laughs> in the whatever, they had the draft coverage on of me and Chuck going through, you know, the Niners draft. These guys came out, they won not one, but two jerseys, which was awesome. Um, just an absolute blast. I can't wait. And L.A. and Chicago. And Raymond, I'll tell you what, man. Just amazing family. Your wife was incredible. She was down with it, man. She knew the, all about the 49ers, which was incredible. So thank you for the gift, my friend. Tommy, he says, you can't beat physicality with finesse. We got to start um, out strong, though. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, you've got to get to that point um, where we don't start slow. Shanahan traditionally has started really well. That, that, that's who he's been. We didn't see that. Jimmy Garoppolo, probably the worst first quarter he's had in his career. The only saving grace was no turnovers. Caught on at the end. Very efficient at the end. And, you know, we got enough to get the dub, which was huge. But you play against a better team, you can't get zero first downs in the third quarter and go 3-3 three, three and outs. That would put you in too big a hole. Luckily, we didn't do that and we kept running the ball. Wayne Breezy, dang you. I love it. He got it right. Rondell Moore, you know, my draft crush, <laughs> who I was in love with 
uh, from Arizona, Rondell Moore. He is tied with Debo for most yards after the catch. And Debo's not only first in yards, first in yards after the catch, he's second with the most catches in the NFL as well, 15. So he he's just, I mean, it's what it is. Now, the flip side of this, and this is kind of what's going around on Twitter today, dead last in air yards. Well, who gives a crap? <laughs> the 49ers have 142 air yards, Saints 156, Bears 172. But when you watch the film, it tells the story. Does Jimmy Garoppolo press the ball downfield? No. We all know that. That's not who he is. But at the same time, you have to go with what you're given. And Kyle Shanahan talked about this in his post-game press conference. He said, look, you know, we, we, we want to look downfield, but the Eagles were running soft coverage. And what that means is you're, you're backing everybody up and keeping everything underneath. Watch this play. And ask yourself, where the hell is Debo, or where is Jimmy Garoppolo supposed to go? That ball out. Hey, man. Again, they're playing soft. Look where the first down is. Right at the top of your screen. We got it at the 35 and a half. We'll check it down. That's our running back. Guess what? Bought it and got it. Look, look at the coverage. The coverage dictates the, the read. I mean, they're, they're back it up. Yeah, fine. Go ahead. We'll execute that. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. And so, like, again, you got to go with what they give you. The first and second read were down the field, but they were dropping everybody back behind. You got to check it down in that. And guess what? You got the first down. So, yes, air yards are bad. We are always going to be at the bottom as long as Jimmy Garoppolo is our quarterback. But don't you care about the wins? 
I feel like some people on Twitter and social media, those toxic people, they care way more about air yards than winning the damn game. Like, you, you got to take what you get. And the fact that we keep whatever we're doing is working. And so, man, make that happen. That's what it is. Now, um, I do want to say we have another giveaway. Baby, I'm super excited about this one. We are giving away, you know, I, I've told this story a few times. This is a Nick Bosa youth jersey uh, on purpose. Uh, it's got the 75 patch. It's sewn on letters, all that stuff, Nike, all that fun stuff. It's a youth jersey. Um, and it's a youth jersey on purpose. I became a fan because of a jersey whenever I was nine years old. I made my stepdad, who was a Cowboys fan, buy me a Jerry Rice jersey and it stuck. So if you want to win this jersey, just want to say here's how you do it. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube uh, that's the best way to do it. And if you're a new subscriber or a recent subscriber, you're already in there. Appreciate that. You can go to Twitter and retweet the giveaway, okay? At JL underscore Chapman. Scroll down on the profile, retweet that. If you're one of those people that's like, I hate YouTube and I hate Twitter, okay? Cool. Head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, and just put in your email or your Twitter handle, Facebook, whatever, any way I can get in contact with you that you're willing to share on there. So, oh, love the podcast, five stars, little J, 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 whatever, <laughs> five, nine, two, four. Um, and then I can reach it. That's it. Those are the best ways to get in there. Um, so want to give that away just again, getting back into the spirit of those things. And yes, all the hashtag CCs, that gets you entered as well. So trying to get as many ways for people to participate in these, it takes a long time going through all these CCs and stuff, but that's okay. It's worth it because it's a community. That's what we're about. So go check that out. That's huge. Now let's talk about our running back who I expect to play this week. You know, it's not the running back that we all thought we were going to be talking about. We thought we'd be talking about Raheem Mostert. And if we weren't talking about Raheem Mostert, we thought we'd be talking about Trey Sermon, who we traded up in the third round with. That's not who we're talking about. We're talking about Elijah Mitchell. Okay? Elijah Mitchell, not a fifth-round pick. He's a sixth-round pick. He was the last guy we got in this draft. Listen to this. Tenth. Tenth most rushing yards in the NFL with 146. Seventh most missed tackles. In the NFL, everybody's like, oh, it's Kyle Shanahan. Anybody can run behind this line. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, wrong. That, that's not it. Yes, it's a great scheme. But this is seventh most missed tackles by a sixth-round rookie. Think about all those running backs that had gone before him. Think about people like Zeke Elliott and all these. No, he's got more missed tackles forced than those guys. Fifth most 10-plus yard runs. This guy's been electric. And, again, if he goes this week and that shoulder's okay, I strongly expect him to carry the load. Strongly. Hasty's been great. You know, you go back to Hasty, he's probably going to go on IR. Um, and so, like, he, he, we're going to be missing him for a while. But Hasty was the fifth best in breakaway running percentage. A huge place. I mean, that, that guy was incredible. Um so, like, you're putting, and again, you could say, well, it's whoever's back there. No, no, no. Hasty looks the part. Elijah Mitchell looks the part. Now, it isn't a Kyle Shanahan system. You put him on the Jets, we're not going to get that, and that's the same scheme. Look at what the Jets are doing on the running game. Nothing's working. They don't have the line. They don't have all those things. Now, let's flip it over. Let's go talk defense, bro. Eric freaking Armstead. Are you ready for this? First in the NFL in total pressures. First, 14 hurries in the NFL, uh, 15 total pressure. Uh, sorry, second in pressures with 15 first in hurries. 
And th this is a video I put together, and it was funny because I feel like Eric Armstead and Jimmy Garoppolo people, I've said this before, the people that hate them, there, there's this mentality of um, scarcity a little bit more so. Like, okay, we don't have DeForest Buckner. I love DeForest Buckner. Well, why don't we have DeForest Buckner? Probably because of Eric Armstead. Therefore, I hate Eric Armstead. That's the mentality, okay? Jimmy Garoppolo. Man, we could have had Tom Brady. We didn't get Tom Brady. Why? Probably because of Jimmy Garoppolo. Therefore, I hate Jimmy Garoppolo. That's just what it is. That logic is gross and toxic and, like, awful, first off. But, man, understand this. They went and negotiated with DeForest Buckner and asked his people, what do you, what's the lowest you'll go to stay here? He said it's got to be in the 20s. They said, man, we can't do that. They went and talked to Eric Armstead. He gave them a team-friendly discount. That's what it is. Also, they didn't sign Armstead till after the trade. Whatever. That's in the past. You don't think Armstead's played well? You are sadly mistaken. That's right here, man. Takes the double team. No problem. Right over there. Nice solo run stop right there, man. Got a little bit of help for sure. I don't know who it was, but this is an awesome run play right here. Against a double team. Hey, <laughs> Eric Armstead haters, help us out. I mean... Not only that, watch Fred Warner get in here and play with the big boys. Look at that flex. Watch him. He's like, I want to be a DT. Fred Warner can play. Yeah, we all know that. But, man, playing defensive tackle and just clogging this up. Look at him get that arm out. I mean, that's just big man on campus type stuff. Whew. That's some fun stuff to see, man. And, you know, again, you can talk about, well, he doesn't get sacks. All right, you're right. He doesn't get sacks. A lot of players don't get sacks. But he's always in the backfield. He's wonderful wonderful defensive end of the rud game and you want to talk about big mega plays go back and watch that philly special play on fourth down in the end zone guess who stayed home it was in the face of the wide receiver that was throwing the ball it was eric armstead like the, the impact that this guy has made week in and week out for literally two years now is it sacks like everybody wants the sexy whatever no but it is quality defensive play and again, he's not even one of the top paid guys, but y'all hold him to that standard for a reason I don't understand. Watch the film. You will see it. There's a reason why he's an Iron Man. He's out there all the freaking time. Now, before we jump to our next one, which I'm excited about, real quick word from our sponsor. All right, winning season has started off hot. We're doing really well, but my bookies continuing to crank up the heat with a $50,000 survivor contest. Here's the deal. Whether you're a new or existing customer, it doesn't matter. If you make a deposit with my bookie using our promo code 49ers, 49ERS, you're going to get an entry into the $50,000 survivor contest absolutely free. To play, all you got to do is pick one winner a week, keep Keep that strive, uh, streak alive. You got a shot to win the grand prize. So head over there, mybookie.ag. Use promo code 49ers49ERS. Double your first deposit. Get instant access to the $50,000 survivor pool. Again, that's promo code 49ers. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. All right, and just to update you on where everything is currently with the polls, 49ers currently negative 3.5, so we're favored, usually by a field goal at home. So this is pretty much a coin flip game. 
Over-unders at 50 points. We'll have our betting specials next episode. Um, so that's where that's at. Yatsik, my good man. Uh, one, it's great to hang out with you this weekend, man. Thanks for the question here. He says, John, is our cornerback core um, as much a concern against the Packers as it was against the Eagles game? Well, defensively, the scheme... And again, when when I was breaking down the film for Patreon, again, if you're not part of Patreon, please head over there. Patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. Um, what happened was this. D'Amico said, look, we're going to make these rookie wide receivers or first and second year wide receivers and, you know, second year quarterback beat us deep. They want to run the ball. We're going to put our corners up and press. We're going to have a, you know, do a little bit of quarters slash cover three in the back end. But we're going to make you try to test it deep. And it worked for the most part, a <laughs> couple big plays for sure, but it worked because we shut down the run game for the majority of the time, especially on, you know, third and short and fourth and short. Now, you cannot do that to Aaron Rodgers. You can't do that. Uh, you just can't because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers and probably one of the best deep ball throwers in the history of the NFL. So I'm very curious, Yatsik, like what that's going to look like. If you get, just look at, you know, personnel-wise, I think we should be all right with, you know, <laughs> their entire team. But, man, how do you – I mean, there's going to be a lot of snaps where it's Diamador Lenore, rookie, fifth-round rookie, against one of the best route runners in the NFL. How's that going to pan out? And I think the answer is, man, I, I, I think we've got to look at the defensive line getting pressure. And Aaron Rodgers went down a lot against a very poor team. We're a much better team, obviously, than the Detroit Lions. We saw that. So uh, we're going to see. It's not just the corners in you know, a telephone booth because they're going to have help. So we'll see there. Um, and plus, if we get Mosley back, I think that's huge. we got to get that guy back. Uh, so, so I want to see that one. Uh, Mr. Superfly said, what adjustments can they make to stop Bosa and Ford getting chipped at the line of scrimmage? You can stun them more, which we do a lot. So line them up out wide, which will give the offense like, okay, that's an automatic chip block. And then what you would do is an ET stunt. In shoots in, tackle comes over, or a TE stunt where the tackle shoots out and the end loops around. Uh, that will get them more one-on-one -on -one spots. And again, moving them around when we do our NASCAR package, not always having them outside, but you can only do that so often. Um, yeah, Bosa was chipped a lot. And that's who I want to talk about next because Nick Bosa – Remember when we were talking about, man, is he going to be ready? Is he going to be ready? He was ready. <laughs> this dude has been incredible. Not only that, I mean, you just look at the snaps that he's played. He played 44 out of 58 snaps this week. 44 out of 58. That's great. And that's right where you want him to be, especially whenever you consider we rotate our defensive line uh, almost continuously. Now, he has four. he's fourth in the NFL with sacks. He's got three sacks already. Remember his amazing rookie year? He only had nine. He's got three in two games. So if he's not back to 100%, I don't know what the hell he's doing because it looks like it. Now, check out this pressure. And again, it's not just Bosa, but check out this pressure. And again, he's getting lots of pressures and almost sacks. Bosa come off the edge, man. He, he's just getting held so much. I mean, just gets into him. Very good. I mean, you've got a hand on the inside of the collar. I mean, dragging him down. I mean, tell me that's... I, the ball's already out, but good lord. I mean, look at him. You're pulling the dude down at the end, but make no mistake, affecting these plays massively. I don't think that this was Bosa's best game, even though he had two sacks, more sacks than he had in week one. 
got three total sacks. He's in third in the NFL with sacks, but um, the tackle for loss, force fumble, all those things. I, I'm curious to see as we watch this. I mean, this is a very impactful play, no doubt about it. Also, Eric Armstead just living in the backfield, man. Number 91. He, he plays on this side of the line nonstop. Gets a pressure here. He had six pressures this game. Right in the quarterback's face. And then just a little extra. <laughs> throw the guy down on the ground. Yeah, you love it, man. Again, another clip that just shows Armstead's impactful. You know, being from the inside there. So, Bosa's incredible. He, he's too good. He's And that's the thing. Well, it, it's not about sacks. Gosh, man. It stresses me out. Like, I just want to, like... Yeah, I remember, you, think about Billy Madison when Adam Sandler, like the little fat kid in school, says, man, I can't wait till I go to high school. <laughs> Adam Sandler runs over there and shakes his fast. Don't ever say that again. Like, whatever people say, like, well, he doesn't have sacks. Where's his sack numbers, right? I'm just like, you don't get it. Uh, it's about impacting the passing game, which you clearly saw right there. It, it's 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 evidence <laughs> for what football is about. It's not about sex. Sex wasn't even a measured a statistic until the 80s. So, like, ooh, saw. calm down, Chapman. Not about sex. And to elicit how great... To prove how great Nick Bosa's been, yeah, two games now, right? Um, he, he's fourth in the NFL with sacks, but he's ninth in the NFL in solo run stops. So this that's one of the things that makes him so different is he's not just a pass rusher. That's not what he is. This dude is a complete NFL player versus the run and versus the pass. He's elite at both, at both, which is so rare. Uh, you don't see that very often, and that's what sets him apart so much. Uh, one love. He says, if E-Man Emmanuel Mosley is available this Sunday, who do you think plays alongside him? Oh, it's 100%. Diamador Lenore is, like, close to captain status for this team. Like, that dude's starting. I don't care who comes back, okay? That's just what it is. Um, I'll say it this way. Let's just, I mean, this is a hypothetical and will never happen, but let's just say Jason Verrett comes back and E-Man comes back. The two starting corners would be Jason Verrett and Diamador Lenore. E-Man would sit down. Does that make sense? So the pecking order right now, especially in Coach Chapman's eyes, would be Demo 100%, Emmanuel Mosley, large drop Josh Norman, large drop Ambry Thomas or number 27 on the outside, right? So that's kind of the way that would look. So make no mistake. You don't, you struck gold <laughs> with Debo and how well he's been playing. You struck gold. Um, again, let's um, switch up my order here. Let, let's bring it up. Demo has allowed five catches, one, two, three, four, five, five, um, on 14 targets. That's a 35% catch rate. Okay. That's second best in the NFL. Second best in the NFL on people who have been targeted at least five times. Five catches on 14 targets. The guy's been lights out. Played the most defensive snaps week one of any NFL player. Check out this freaking... Oh, my gosh, man. Demo. Ooh, he's good. Check this out. Look at that closing speed by Demo. You're going to see him coming to the left side of your screen. This is a damn good play. This is a good play. Should have worked for the Eagles. I'm going to be honest with you. Look at this. Understanding where you are. Look at the closing speed. Ooh, damn, that's good. Damn, that's good. I want to be a little bit uh, ticky-tacky here. Only thing I would say differently is wrong arm this. 
So he used his right arm, wrong arm. Should have used his left arm. You get a couple extra inches on the length there. But, man, you can't be upset with that. That's just a damn good play. This dude's going to be started for a long time in this. And, that, it, like, you know how hard that is to get the closing speed across and man coverage? We weren't in zone there. That was just straight man. We know that he can play the deep ball relatively well. His speed has been in question. That's fine. I don't care. You see the evidence. You see it. The kid's got the instincts. He's got the attitude. He's got the confidence. He's that damn good. Now, um, let's see here. Melissa, I see. Um, you know, I've seen this in there. Elton Jenkins is injured, John. Does that change things for Bosa? 100%. Again, I have not. I usually don't go into the injury reports until Thursday, Friday, because again, there's, you could be resting, guys. I don't know. Um, I'm seeing an ankle injury. I haven't seen anything. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I haven't prepped that far yet. Um, so that's on me. If he is out, that's huge. Because he's the he's not the starting left tackle. <laughs> but David Bakhtiari is. He's out. He's on IR. You know, El, Elton Jenkins, he's, he's the plug-and-play guy to help out. Now, he's a, a great plug-and-play guy that can play all five spots on the whole line. He's out, too. Now we're down to the third string left tackle. I think that's huge. So, yeah, that, that impacts everything. Because, again, the biggest weakness for the Packers is pass protection without their left tackle. The, the next biggest one is lack of pass rush without their pass rusher. And that plays into the hands of the 49ers uh, big time, uh, right, for the stats that we've talked about during this episode. Um, now, let's talk about another just stud. I almost gloss over him sometimes because, like, he's just too damn good. That's Fred Warner, linebacker one. And he had a much better game this week uh, than he did in week one. And why? Because of Javon Kinlaw. Javon Kinlaw matters. He changes the run game. But Fred Warner in the coverage game, there's not a linebacker that is better. How is that allowed? How is that allowed? How is this allowed? You can't blindside players in the NFL anymore. You can't do that. That's frustrating. Good replacement over top. Close is a baller, dude. That's the rule. You cannot go blindside to the head or neck area. Can't do it. Can't go to the head or neck area. Great coverage here. We got Fred Warner, linebacker one. Yeah, get up. Tell him, baby. Tell him. You know, one of the things I like a lot about Fred Warner this year he is getting way more amped up and vocal, which is huge because you remember whenever he came into the league, third-round pick, you know, BYU, quiet, chill, even his press conferences. He never breaks his tone. He always talks like this. He just stays really calm. That's just who he is. But now we're starting to see him flex. We're starting to see him kind of, you know, all that kind of stuff on the field, and people feed off of it. He's, you know, bringing his game to the next level. And, by the way, he is first. In solo run stops in the NFL. First in solo run stops. The guy, we know how good he is. I mean, we've seen the development and all those things. He's not there yet. He can be better. Like, and what I mean by that is, like, he's so young and the instincts are continuing to develop the ball skills, the blitzing, all those things. Like, this guy is getting to the point where we got to be pretty damn careful. Like, you're entering some type of territory where if he holds on to this, 
Just saying, man. This dude's the 49ers have had some pretty damn good linebackers. This dude's getting there. He's not there yet. He's not there, but he's getting there. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Wally, he said, Streets had a good game too. Streets was up and down, and that's kind of who he has been, right? So if you look at Catavia Street, you know, he got 23 snaps. And Street either gets blown off the ball, which, again, I have clips. Go watch the Patreon. It's there. Or he's in the backfield, like just wrecking havoc. So it's either, you know, for example, you know, the, the way I grade players very similar to the way PFF does whenever we're watching film, you can get a plus two or a minus two, right? So an amazing play is plus two. The worst play ever is minus two. And so you'll have some players that are like zero plus one, zero plus one, zero plus one, zero plus one. Just consistent or good. Consistent or good. Street's not that, man. That dude's a freaking heartbeat. He's plus two, minus two, plus two, minus two, zero, plus two, minus two. And so his splash plays show up. And I think that's huge because he's a backup D lineman for us. And we love that. But man, if he can get to the point where he can create consistently, that dude's going to be a mess because his explosiveness, his leverage, whatever he, he trusts his technique, it's really, really good. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you, Wally. That dude is a baller. Charlie, thank you for the gift, man. Uh, John, will we beat Tampa Bay and Raiders, in your opinion? Uh, we don't play either one of them this year, but we smoked the Raiders in the preseason. I know that doesn't really carry weight. Tampa Bay, we will play probably in the playoffs. Uh, they are a very complete team that will come down to a couple key points. But the answer is, here, here. here's my political answer, right? If I'm a politician, this is politician John Chapman. The 49ers are capable of beating every team in the NFL on any given Sunday. However, 49ers are also capable to lose to any given team in the NFL. If the 49ers and Bucks played 10 times, I like our chances. I think probably 6-4. to four. We play the Raiders, I'd probably say 7-3. to three. Um, So, like, that, that's kind of the way I see it. Yes, we can beat those teams. But well, we're going to have to wait and just let that play out. But, yeah, the question to the Raiders, man, we beat the Raiders anytime ever. Those guys are trash. What are you kidding me? I don't care. Worst season ever that we ever had. We put out Nick mother effing Mullins, and he goes and rakes them through the mud like 28-3 to three or something. Yeah, please. Raiders are a JV franchise with, no, that's straight trash, man. Get that crap out of here. Where, where did they, they're homeless. They've been kicked out of L.A. twice. They left the Bay Area. Faithful to the Bay, baby. Get that trash out of here. I ain't even talking about them no more. I'm sorry. I don't even know why. I'm sorry. I apologize. Maybe get a little heated. I hate the Raiders. Hate them. Anyway, um, now let's talk about our safeties. Holy cow. They don't get love, and that's Okay. We're starting to realize how good Jimmy Ward is because he's been healthy and we can see it. Really, really good. Um, Jaquaski Tart, man, dude has balled out. He made two incredible plays. Incredible plays. Um, just deep ball and making great. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's balled out. But listen to this. Our safeties, over 214 safeties have taken snaps in the NFL on defense in just two games. Like, keep that in mind. We've only had two safeties, right? So 200-plus players have taken snaps at the safety position in the NFL through two games versus the run. Jimmy Ward is number two. Jaquaski Tart is number three out of 214 safeties. Consistent. Complimentary football. And especially whenever you look at it, we just played the freaking Eagles with one of the most mobile quarterbacks, one of the most mobile, shifty, you know, running backs, Miles Sanders. Like, No. We like this is awesome, <laughs> and, and I think 
it's just full. Like the defense, you look at it and you're just like, mm. now the cornerback position is a little scary. It's a little thin. Nowhere else is. We're missing Drake Greenlaw, our number two linebacker. Oh, Aziz stepped in, played very, very well. Um, had some missed tackles, whatever, but he's going, he's improving. He's going to get there. Aziz is a good number two linebacker. Um, for us, he's a three. And once we get Drake Greenlaw back, then goodness, that's a step up. But our defense is just full. And like, that's kind of what I see. And yeah, Ward and Tart have been incredible. Now, the one thing that I will say, this will probably be one of the last things we talk about today. I know I'm going long, but I appreciate you guys. I love being with y'all. If you're first time with us, man, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Uh, that helps the podcast out a lot. Um, help us out. Go join us on Patreon. We've got 260 plus Patreon members, which is bananas. But I think whenever you see the product that we put out over there, man, it, the amount of hours I put towards that is a big deal. But again, what are we about? Community, education, making people enjoy game days more. That's that's the whole thing. And so as like we spend all that time breaking down that film, we got to do it for a reason, right? You watch that film, you learn. I watch the film, I learn. Like that That's why I go through every single offense and defensive play. Because as you educate, as you immerse yourself in, you start to see, oh, okay, now I can see. You can't see that in the broadcast. And NFL took away all 22 because they're Scrooge freaking whatever. Uh, sorry, I don't, I don't remember where I was going. Y'all got me hot. Uh, now, uh, the last thing that I want to talk about, and I had no idea that this was going to happen. Special teams. It's been dog manure. It's been awful since Kyle Shanahan showed up. Bottom five in the league. Bottom five in the league. But Mitch Wisnowski, fourth-round punter, never heard of such a thing. Listen to the Coach Hightower talk about Mitch. Oh, for sure. So I told those guys today, uh, obviously, we coach did a uh, – coach had a team meeting, and he obviously congratulated Mitch on that. And and we told the guys in the room, uh, along with Coach, hey, it's a, it's a team award, and all the punt team is fired up for him on that. Uh, the Gunners did a wonderful job. Uh, going down there, beating their blocks, shooting their guns, uh, basically downing balls. Uh, the protection did a nice job giving Mitch time to punt the ball so that uh, he could drop us some good punts in there and flip the field for us and help our defense. So that was a, a really, really, it was a really good performance by the punt team. But still, when you look at the tape, there are things we still uh, need to clean up and that we want to clean up and we want to get better for this week for the team. I, I mean, it's been so bad. And so I love that we're hearing, oh, we want to clean this up. We want to keep going. We want to improve. But, man, Mitch Wisnowski was just now the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week. We haven't had one of those since Raheem Mostert was covering kicks years ago. It's a big deal. And so whenever you can add that to a solid defense with an offense that doesn't turn the ball over and can run the ball, yeah, you got some cooking. We're 2-0, and baby. And it feels great. Love you guys. I appreciate all of the support. Y'all are the absolute best. And as always, whew, stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.